Can you imagine living outside in this cold weather? As you can imagine, people are risking frostbite while they sleep outdoors because they don't, for many reasons, want to use Calgary's downtown homeless shelter, for example. Joining us to talk about the homeless situation in our city is Chaz Smith, president and CEO of the outreach organization Be The Change YYC. Good morning, Chaz. Good morning, Sue. Thanks so much for joining us. The cold weather, obviously, here. It is cold for the next handful of days. But it seems like very little is being done to get our homeless population the help they need to get them off the streets. So, first off, roughly how many people, can you tell us, and I know you don't have an accurate count, but how many people are estimated to be living rough on Calgary streets right now, not staying in the shelters? In 2018, uh, we identified 3,000 people experiencing homeless on any given day. Uh, So on our counts, we see roughly 70% of all the individuals that we interact with are saying that they will be sleeping outside. Incredible. And you you look at, you know, the wrinkles of the pandemic, that's one thing. uh, But the consistent consistent, uh, part of it is homelessness hasn't gone away at all during the pandemic. Absolutely. And indeed, it looks like there is uh, possibly more people experiencing homelessness now than previous. So, Chaz, talk a little bit about why these folks are not staying at the drop-in centre, for example. What is it that keeps them living on the street instead of going inside where we have a shelter? Well, there are a multitude of, you know, very legitimate reasonings. Uh, Some are that people might have a pet. Uh, Some are that people might have a safety concern. Um, we have women that are fleeing uh, sexual abuse and sometimes uh, their abuser could be staying there, for example, uh, not to mention the fear of accessing just because of the environment. Um, so we did do a survey on December 2nd of 86 individuals we served on the streets that night. Um, 20 individuals participated in that survey Um So six individuals said they would not be accessing emergency shelters because of theft. Three said that they would not be accessing due to violence. Three were barred from entering. One was a husband and wife that did not want to be separated. And seven said mental health, particularly not able to sleep at night. Let's let's, let's talk about this because those are the shelters and the the drop-in centers, so to speak. When we hear the uh, term warming center... What exactly, I know you're an advocate for the warming centers, what exactly is a warming center and how is it different uh, than a drop-in center, for example, or an emergency shelter? Yeah, so many cities use warming centers, uh, for example, Toronto and Vancouver. Um, A warming center is a place uh, where you can simply just drop in for a few hours to warm up. Um, So it would not be a place an emergency shelter where you would be sleeping. It would be a place where you could access to warm up for a, a particular point in time, generally throughout the night. Um, and you would be able to receive emergency supplies as needed, uh, possibly winter gear, mitts, toques, gloves, emergency blankets, and so on. 
So Chaz, you, I know you were kind of spearheading the drive and, and asking city council for warming centers in the city. And that would maybe be your idea was to use the um, transit stops, which are closed through the night to, uh, you know, just allow people to get inside and, and get warm. Nobody else is in there and they could use those places. So is the city going ahead with that idea? Where Where's that gone so far? Unfortunately, it wasn't recommended to use that, uh, the, the transit stations. Um, instead, a presentation to city council was done asking for $750,000 to um, identify barriers to access shelters and uh, basically bring people to those shelters. Uh, unfortunately, many individuals throughout the city um, are not able to access or don't want to access those particular services due to uh, the barriers that were identified during the city council uh, meeting. Well, you know, we do have a new city council and, and the, our new mayor, Joe Tigondek, seems to be is very sympathetic. Is this the time where you can, excuse the pun, strike while the iron is hot? And, you know, uh, really make some uh, ground with these folks uh, as far as what to be the change you want and, and what f- people on the ground like you uh, are advocating? Absolutely. I, I do have a hope uh, with our, our current mayor and our current city council. I think what's different in the environment now is that we do have COVID, which has really highlighted uh, the types of barriers facing people experiencing homelessness. Right now, uh, we have limitations because many individuals don't have identification. Uh, if they're, you know, often being robbed or they've lost their wallet, uh, not to mention a cell phone that's fully charged to even access that vaccine record. Traditionally, when it was getting this cold out, we would, you know, give out $5 McDonald's gift cards and we would encourage clients to warm up inside of a McDonald's or um, another uh, type of place where they could sit and eat and and access, and that has continued uh, to be a barrier. I think when it comes to um, people experiencing homelessness, we all have to be part of this conversation and continue to ask for a system that is equitable and continues to try to serve people where they're at. Must be a little frustrating, Chaz, for you and your team at Be The Change YYC to hear there's $750,000 sort of being bantied about, but not going to the things that you guys on the front lines are hearing from our homeless population that, you know, they will or will not be able to access. It is, absolutely. It it can be very frustrating when we know that there is a better way. Uh, When the individuals we're serving are asking for that better way, um, we have already been seeing amputations um, from people having frostbite. We are already seeing individuals that have frostbite. Um, and this is valuable human life. Um, they all have inherent human dignity um, and, and human potential. And I often think, uh, you know, when I experienced homelessness for uh, those three years, how it would look very different if I did not have the services I needed to uh, end the cycle of homelessness. And what is very scary is if I had received, you know, a leg amputation, like just happened not too long ago to one of our individuals and the type of quality of life that, that that would have given me. 
Chaz, we have about 20 seconds, but when Sue approached you and said, hey, would you like to, you know, uh, pair up with us? And we've uh, created the Mitten Project. Tell us the importance of something like mittens. I think in our mindset, we think you need that. Uh, if I can't donate the biggest, heaviest coat possible, then I can't really help. But the importance of mittens, for example, in gloves. Yeah, something as simple as mitts and gloves can absolutely reduce frostbite. Uh, that gives a person warm hands. That's something that you absolutely need to survive the night and the cold. Well, Chaz, we're asking people to drop off brand new mitts, brand new gloves. We've got a drop box in our front lobby, free parking in front of the building, so you can just run in, drop them off, and help us out and help out the homeless population out on the street, which is what you and your team do. Thank you so much for all that you do as part of Be the Change YYC. And thank you for supporting that work. Thanks, Chaz. Chaz Smith, president and CEO, founder of Be The Change YYC. You can also donate through that organization at bethechangeyyc.org. And of course, dropping up the mitts at 3320 17th Avenue Southwest at Chorus Calgary, world headquarters during business hours. Or bring on down those mitts and gloves to make the difference. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And tune in to Mornings with Sue and Andy from 530 to 9 every weekday morning on 770 CHQR.